Welcome to the ongoing story of the Bible, Season 2, Sons and Daughters. To escape his twin brother's death threat, Jacob lives in exile in Mesopotamia for over 20 years. His family is now the 23rd generation since Adam, and he has two wives, two concubines, and 11 sons. Now Jacob returns to Canaan, but before entering the land, he makes a peace treaty with his brother Esau. The twins both become wealthy men with large families. Episode 8, Back to Canaan. The sons of Jacob, renamed Israel by God, become heads of families which develop into Israel's tribes. Jacob's first wife, Leah, the wife he is tricked into marrying, has six sons, Reuben, meaning seeing, Simeon, meaning hearing, Levi, meaning joined, Judah, meaning praise, Issachar, meaning wages, and Zebulun, meaning dwelling with husband. Leah is also mother to his daughter, Dinah. Jacob's second wife, the love of his life, Rachel, Leah's younger sister, has one son, Joseph, meaning the Lord will add a son. Jacob's first concubine, Belah, meaning timid or bashful, is Rachel's maid given in rivalry to produce the most heirs. And Belah has two sons, Dan, meaning God is judge, and Naphtali, meaning wrestling. Jacob's second concubine, Zipla, Leah's maid, has two sons. Gad, meaning a troop comes, and Asher, meaning blessed. Now Jacob buys land in Shechem, meaning shoulder, and here he pitches his family's tents and builds an altar to God. But his daughter Dinah, meaning vindicated or judgment, sleeps with a local Canaanite chief's son. In the cultural context of the Bible stories, virgin daughters demonstrated a family's integrity and moral value, which also held a value in terms of a bride price. Dinah and her lover were acting against her family. It was a dishonor for both of them. Now her brothers plot revenge and make a deal with the Hittite tribe who are descendants of Noah's son Ham they agree terms, a bride price. If the Hittite men become circumcised, like them, then they may marry Jacob's daughters. The Hittites agree, but while they are incapacitated with their wounds, Dinah's brothers, Simeon and Levi, kill the men and ransack their homes, hurting both their sister and her lover and his family. Jacob is furious with his sons for stirring up problems, so he takes the family away. They journey to Bethel, where, once again, God appears to Jacob and repeats his promises. Meanwhile, Rachel, who is pregnant, goes into labor. But she was also the unknown thief of her father Laban's household idols, and her husband Jacob had put a curse on the thief of the idols, not knowing that it was Rachel. So, as Rachel gives birth to their second son, who she calls Benoni, son of my sorrow, she dies. But Jacob renames his twelfth son, Benjamin, son of my right hand, or son of my old age. Now the twelve brothers are seldom unified, and their deep rivalries extend toward their father. Jacob's eldest son by Leah, Reuben, even sleeps with his father's concubine, Bilah, his aunt Rachel's maid. Jacob's favorite son is Joseph, Rachel's first child, and he gives him a special coat. The other brothers despise Joseph. He's a telltale and recounts pompous dreams in which they bow down to him. 
Joseph tells his family about two dreams. In the first, 11 sheaves of wheat bow down to him. In the second, the sun, moon and 11 stars all bow to him as well. In each case, Joseph interprets the dreams as meaning that one day he will rule over his family. Now his older brothers are working away from home, looking after sheep north of Shechem in Dothan, meaning two wells. Jacob sends Joseph to report on them and the brothers see him coming in the distance. Their rivalry reaches a peak and as he approaches, they plot to kill him. But Reuben suggests that they put Joseph in a pit and they agree. He leaves but plans to return and rescue his little brother later. Meanwhile, travelling Ishmaelites turn up and for 20 pieces of silver, the remaining brothers decide to sell him into slavery. When Reuben returns, Joseph is gone. The brothers have taken Joseph's coat and they dip it in the blood of a baby goat. Now they return to their father saying that Joseph has been killed by an animal and Jacob is unconsolable. The family dynasty continues. The trickster Jacob is caught in tricks himself, yet he is blessed by God. Is there hope for this dysfunctional family? And what fate awaits Jacob's favourite son, who is now a slave? You can read the Bible story in the book of Genesis, chapters 34 to 38. The Bible library is a bit like viewing the world from space and then zooming in to a specific location. You can find connections and references across interwoven books of history, poetry, wisdom, law and other writings spanning time and space. The books put the Hebrews centre stage to demonstrate the faithfulness and holiness of their God. The scripture's purpose is that through the Hebrews, God's blessing will be brought to the entire world. The Bible lists family trees and tribes, giving a DNA, a place and a context to its characters. Rather than view a tribal reference as a racial context, you can look at the family DNA. How was that family established? which can enlarge on a character's motives. It's a bit like listening to a global news story if you don't appreciate a country's history. Its conflicts and its past give greater context of the story. If the context is not given, the true story is lost. When the Bible uses the term foreigners, the Bible is referring to those who worship idols and pursue the rituals and practices that are contrary to God's only holy way. Listen in for the next instalment of the ongoing Bible story. These podcasts, called Full Circle, are based on the author's best knowledge at the time of production. They have been created from the Bible texts, commentaries and historical studies. The Bible is God's living word and its story and learning is unfolding and ongoing. Thanks to Bible translators, some of whom gave their lives to give us its words, you can delve into its pages and start your own journey of discovery today.